The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms. And as such, it may not be appropriate for young children, those who tweet at 3 a.m., or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive in my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And it's been another rocking, rolling, exciting week. And I think we've almost fully recovered from uh, Detroit Bondage Club last oh, night. That took not much out of me. What took out of me was getting up and running a 5K this morning. Well, shuffling a 5K. Kept moving at kind of a jogging pace. Yeah. I did because. I, it's a local one that I love. I've been doing it forever, and I like the t-shirts. And even though I haven't been running or training, it's like, ah, I can run three miles, and I could. In 45 minutes. Uh, less than that, but close to that. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, the only trouble is it's in October. So, you know, you're around all these really hot people, but in October, they tend to be clothed. Whereas if this was a race that was happening in July, runners tend to be the kind who are like, oh, look, I'm skinny. And here, you look, must look at my flesh, so. Yes, I'm going to run this without you know, you know, very with very skimpy shorts on, and it's like I'm all for that. But no, that doesn't happen in October. No, it it was always a pleasure at the old place back in Flint when the high school cross country team hmm. went by. Mm-hmm. They, I, they were always cute, and in August they were wearing as little as they could get away with. Yeah, there were, I think I saw some pack of yeah kids running up and down. And when I say kids, it could have been high school or maybe college. But it was, I think, Friday afternoon up and down Michigan Avenue. So it was like just packs of guys running. And it's like, okay. <laughs> but no, so it wasn't DBC that did me. And it was because um, it, I didn't have energy before DBC. So. <laughs> yeah, I was just low energy. I mean, when I went there, I had to like down some Diet Coke and some Mountain Dew because it was like, I was like, sleepy in the car there and I was like ah I I just was one of those things I did not have the energy to really be there but I thought you know there'll be something interesting you know at the very least there'll be some sights to see and and maybe some people to talk to because I am slowly you know making that social circle of people I know mm-hmm. through there and I see them there so you, you want to say hello I'm still alive I, I'm here and and I'm here to mostly watch and mm-hmm. which was but I still got pulled into stuff and it's like okay because, yeah, and speaking of low energy, DBC was pretty low energy. Um, yeah, not a lot of people were there. I asked around about it, and the consensus I got from the group was that most people were still in recovery from Mr. Michigan Leather, mm-hmm. which was the previous weekend at Camp It. So, well, it's at the Dunes. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think they have a le- they might have a corresponding leather weekend at Camp It. Well, I no, they probably wouldn't. Because they probably wouldn't want to draw away because I I think I think they kind of agreed to work together that weekend because okay. I saw I know on my Facebook 
I saw a lot of video mm -hmm. and pictures um, that were definitely at Campit. Hmm. That there were tents in the background. So, hmm. yeah, unless people were camping out on the Dunes property. I don't know. I, I don't I've know. never been to MML, um, but I do. Yeah, I've been to leather events at Campit. And I mean, they're building up and they're having more and more. You know, they have their, their west, the west side bunkhouse spot that mm -hmm. has a performance space. So, you know, they're, and I think they have a bar now by their pool. So they're getting more and more resorty. Um, yeah. But I don't know, yeah, I don't know what their capacity is for, like, people staying there. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. But, yeah, no, I'm, I've, I've always thought, yeah, the MML was at the Dunes itself. Uh, you know, which is definitely a resorty kind of place. Never stayed. Walked through once. <laughs> yeah, I walked through, had an overpriced beer, listened to some music, and totally failed to get off with anybody. Mm -hmm. Probably should have gone earlier in the in the day when the pool was still open. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I saw lots of reports on Facebook about MML, and it's like, oh, and no, I. It's just one of those things I don't think. Yeah, it, it's never it falls on a good time for me, and also I'm not that involved in the the community. Yeah, I think if there's more of a leather person, mm -hmm. you know, went to IML all the time, yeah, than MML, but I'm not per se, so more tangential to it. Yeah, if, if you had, if you were the kind of person who had been at the feeder contest at Liberty, mm -hmm. at Menjo's, at what, Hayloft? Kind of being there for your candidate in a way. It's like, hey, yeah. this is the person from my bar, cool. And yeah, you'd go there. Also, I do know that there's, you know, individuals who go there that I, you know, don't really really want to see because they kind of trigger me emotionally because they're jerks <laughs> and no they're, they're they're you know they they'd like to go to that one and i also associate that with them in a way because of reasons and past and it's like am i ready to deal with that it's like nope not right now not yet i'm still emotionally raw <laughs> check check back next year after after picking up the scab a bit more then then we'll decide but it's more actually not so much the scab the scab's gone it's just a scar which then I reopen occasionally with actually fresh instruments. That sounds healthy. <laughs> Who wants to be healthy? Yeah. Better to be interesting, I guess. I'm telling you that. In my fantasy, speaking of MML, mm -hmm. and I was kind of thinking, CPAW every year has Camp Canine mm -hmm. um, at Gate Campground somewhere in the wilds of Washington. And... I was thinking, well, what if the Detroit, Lansing, and Chicago pub communities did something similar at Camp It one weekend? And then I took a moment to look at Camp It's schedule of events and saw that they seem to have an event every single weekend. Oh, and it's there. always been. Every weekend yeah. is a theme weekend and has been since the beginning that I know of. You know, they're all, you know, every weekend is spoken for by something. And, yeah. and it's pretty much, I mean, I think the same. I don't know how much changeover has been. I remember the bear weekends and the leather weekends used to be together. And then I think they're separate entities now. But, you know, there's been Christmas in July, the Mardi Gras, the holiday weekends. They had, I think they had a superhero weekend once. So there might be some that change over time or are up in the air. But, yeah, if you were to try and introduce something new, you'd have to... Ask and then yeah. see, and it'd probably be years later when they realize something's not working at all. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, or maybe 
then instead just have a visible pup contingent at the leather weekend. I think that, yeah, because I think that would be it. Because I remember, like I said, a long time, but um, since I've been there, but the leather weekends I went there, there wasn't a lot of leather. Um, you know, they had a run, you know, they had that, like, had a whole, I think it was like the old horseshoe um, section they had claimed and they turned into their leather run and they kind of charged a cover to go into that area. And that was pissing off the bears because they're like, wait, I paid to be here and now they're having me pay again to go into their stupid section. They're also pissed off because the group I was talking to normally camps an old horseshoe and likes it and was annoyed that it had been taken over by this other group. And it's like, oh, great. <laughs> So, uh, and it's like, interesting. Uh, but yeah, and, um, but the, yeah, but then after a few hours, they would stop taking cover because there was no one in there. <laughs> Oops. At least this is again years ago. So maybe that they've done better about marketing and getting it out there or maybe having just a dedicated leather weekend. Maybe it's more of a thing, but yeah. And then charge right at the entrance gate. And cause yeah, I know that the music festival that was going on when Keith and I were out in Saugatuck that weekend. Uh, there was an additional fee for that, but that was on all of the material, saying that there was an uh -huh. extra, I think, 10 See, and that music festival was a new thing. That's something they did not have before. But it sounded like they might have been also geared toward the women. So now that mm -hmm. the Michigan Women's Music Festival has kind of retired after 40 years, maybe they're hoping that they could kind of grab the ball on that one and keep going. So Perhaps. We did not end up attending. We ended up spending way too much money at a Best Western. Yeah. <laughs> a, be a Best Western with no elevator. And our our room was on the second floor. <laughs> and, of course, we overpacked. So, anyway, coming back to more recent times. Uh, yeah, Detroit Bondage Club. Mm -hmm. That was last week. Last night. Last week, last night. Uh, as you can tell, I'm not fully recovered, but yeah, that tends to be par for the course. With I know, this I know calendars. I know calendars start their weeks on Sunday, but I see Sunday as last day of the week. Yeah, I, yeah, very Euro possibly because European. it's in the weekend. Yeah, you know, I think a oh, weekend Saturday and Sunday is the weekend. Yeah, and you know, with my job, since we're in finance, mm. all our weeks start Mondays, except for my. It's weird. The rhythm of work starts Monday. But my time card actually starts Saturday. Hmm. Well, makes sense because the checks get cut on Fridays. But anyway, not that I ever work Saturday or Sunday anymore. Yay. Never again. That must be nice. Um, let's see. What, uh, so, yeah, last night, I, I think the whole headcount was about 18 or so. Yeah, um, I was going to say... Which is normally I can't count because there's so many people and they wandering from the areas. And I think last night I was like, I'm kind of curious. So I just kind of did a quick tour and it's like, and I thought about who had left. And it's like, yeah, 18. And it's like, okay. Um, I mean, it was, you know, people were still having a good time. Uh, there was several scenes going on. Um, not a lot of, didn't see a lot of rope work. Someone was on the cross. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's, you know, some people using the sling, using the uh, fuck bench. Um, you know, that was made use of uh so i think you know there was someone there who was it was his second time i think and yeah um, he was you know he was having a good time um like i said a couple newbies showed up uh late very late uh it was like pretty much after everything had just even on a normal night i think it'd be one where everything's winding down yeah yeah and yeah with that night i mean other than the one 
fisting scene that was still going on then mm-hmm. yeah just about everything else had yep. stopped uh, it was funny because i had no energy and i was i was a little concerned because new people show up and you know i think they're you know attractive also the fact that they're new i think in my mind new means attract or pushes the needle more toward attractive it's like oh someone i don't know so i tend to find them a bit more attractive because they're new and i was like oh and my only thought was like oh god don't start something because I'm ready to leave. I think you were ready to leave. Yes. And like we're we're getting ready to leave. It's like I don't want to have a hot couple just show up and then start doing stuff when we're leaving because then I'll feel like I'm missing out on something. But I really don't want to. I don't have the energy to stay here to watch attractive people do things to each other either. <laughs> so it, it worked out because they kind of got the tour, looked around, and said, "Oh, okay. Well, we're all, you know we're." I think they went out. They were heading out to go to the bar, and uh, then they um, well. I think there'd probably be more at the bar than was happening there. Yeah, especially at, at, at that time of night. And uh, and they talked about coming back because I think they're interested in uh, uh, rope work, and you know the top wanted pointers, and there was no one really. Well, there are some people there who could do rope work, but there's nothing. Yeah, I mean, our, of the two rope work experts, one wasn't there at all that night, mm-hmm. and the other one left about. I want to say 10 o'clock. He okay. left pretty early. Okay. So. So, yep. They just picked the wrong night to be there. Yeah. And also got there late. <laughs> yeah. They might be thinking in terms of bars where bars, you know, kind of start happening about 1030 or so and then go into the wee hours. And it's like, no, because, you know. No, not really. <laughs> it can be an older crowd and we like to start at eight and, you know, by 11. It's like, okay, we're ready. <laughs> we're, yeah. We, we've, we've all come at least once and. Some of us uh, announce that to the entire neighborhood when we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was a. I for when I first heard it, my first thought was, "Oh shit, who broke an arm?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I yeah at that moment I was face down on one of the massage tables, getting massaged, and then I just hear this bellow roar, and, yeah, this roar, and I'm like. Ugh hell and then he made a few more noises and i'm like oh yeah him yeah he's a loud one <laughs> but definitely having a good time uh mm. but yeah otherwise you know yeah that was about you know it wasn't the best night for dbc but it was still a decent one yeah um i had an additional adventure um the previous week um a gentleman uh, found me on the site mybrownhanky.com. And I will leave the details out of our encounter um, because I realize that in the world of kink, that's even more specialized. But it had been a while since I had that itch scratched. Um, so I broke my... I don't want to say it's a rule. I just find guideline it, guide. Yeah. Guideline principle principle of for unknown tale only go, driving 30 minutes had to drive a bit more for this. Which and, is a, on the surface, a very good principle in that, yeah. you know, it's like less resentment toward the other person. If it turns out that they aren't quite what they advertised on the site. And, you know, it's not like you wasted it two hours to get somewhere for a, incredibly mediocre time <laughs> well but, yeah i mean it, it wasn't incredibly mediocre it did scratch that edge but 
Uh, on his profile, he mentioned that he liked to party and play. Mm-hmm. He enjoyed using meth. And, you know... No, is that... No. Is that just meth itself? Or is that, like, just drug use for sex play in general? Um, or is it simply meth kind of the drug of choice? Meth, meth is kind of the drug of choice. Okay. And on that particular site... That field is not one that you type in. It's a drop-down. Okay. Um, and the options are, if I remember off the top of my head, straight edge, mm-hmm. poppers, weed, PNP. Okay. So that that's how the, the site considers the, okay. the hierarchy. And then there are separate fields for uh, drinking and smoking. Mm. So I get there. I get naked, work myself up to a hard-on. Um, he says, hang on one minute, uh, grabs his bag of party favors, and then I sit there on the bed, slowly jacking my dick, while he tries to find a vein for the next 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Well, first of all, the time, but also, oh, that means me needles, and oh, that's, yeah. oh, I'm not good with needles. You know, he he was polite enough to ask you know because i i told him in the early on that you know i don't use mm-hmm. meth i don't care if you do you know it, i'm rather libertarian that way you you being spun out of your mind doesn't directly injure me so hey it's your body do what you do to have fun i guess i'm so out of like for me you know it's uh yeah just drug culture it's like you know there's, I think, uh, you know, weed has been tried several times. And it's like, eh, not my thing. Alcohol is more my drug of choice. And I'm just so out of it that, yeah, that probably would have thrown me. And then, I don't know if that would have ended the scene, but it would have made me very uncomfortable, I think. You you probably wouldn't Also, have... I don't know the deep... I mean, yeah. I don't really know how someone on meth necessarily acts. I've heard the stereotypes and, you know, and seen it on TV shows, you know, actors acting it out. But, you know, to actually be with someone on it, it's like, okay, I not, you know. Too yeah, sure. he, he was very much riding his own high. Mm-hmm. And while a bit chatty and moving, he wasn't really engaged with me mm. he he was engaging more with the flood of neuroreceptors mm. bathing his brain and yeah he was just very much inside himself <sighs> so see i yeah. I, I mean not, not that i called it off but i even got uncomfortable once when uh you know basically a someone i was hooking up with was all about you know poppers and like um don't do them I'm not familiar with them it's like, and don't, ha- I think he didn't have any, but he needed them for the mm-hmm. sex act. And he was like, I'm like, um, no, I don't have any. It's like, oh, it's like, well, can you get some? And I'm like, no, because no, I don't know where to get them. I, yeah, I don't do them. I'm sorry. If you need them, you need to bring them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, you know, thinking back on it, this, he, he might not have told himself this, but I, I do think that he was using our encounter as an excuse to, to assuage the guilt of him oh. getting high. Oh, now that that's kind of funny because it's like I'm going to use a sex act with a stranger to you know as, to, as to, the to, cover to make, for to my... make me feel better about my addiction because I'm not really addicted if I only do it when I'm having sex. 
except I'm also up at 2 o'clock in the morning trolling Craigslist looking for guys to have sex with. Because I can also think of guys who, you know, definitely use drugs to, you know, get over the, you know, the confusion and the feelings about having sex with other guys. (laughs) Oh, I was drunk, or I was buzzy, or I was high. Yeah, no, it's... From the boys in the band. The wonderful thing about the Christ was I drunk last night defense is you really were drunk, <laughs> but you remember everything. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, for me, it's just, yeah, that's something that, like I said, you probably would not have responded to the initial inquiry. Yeah, I mean, for many reasons. Hey, not my kink, so I wouldn't have been Right, right. you, you, you wouldn't have been on that side. Um, yeah. I kind of have the same principle of you, but you're, whereas you, for you it's a principle, for me it's just laziness. And it's like, huh? No. No. I'm not going somewhere else. I'm not driving a distance for, you know, sex. It's unlikely to be that worth it for that much effort. Yeah. And also the waiting, the 45 minutes would probably have kind of killed my mood and be like, uh, maybe I need to leave. Yeah, no, it it took him so many tries and took him so long that, yeah, he had to, the the syringe got plugged up with platelets. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay, needles. Yeah, okay, we are stopping. I'm yellowing this topic because of that. Fine. (laughs) Okay, so the most interest, the best thing to come out of that Mm -hmm. was a piece of, of celebrity sex trivia <laughs> uh, finding out that insert beep here is into fisting and that was uh, amusing and they knew this firsthand so to speak yes oh okay um, that interesting within the past few years he had made his way um out to a celebrity's compound okay. and he said he tried to finagle his way into being a third in their relationship, but the existing partner clamped that down on that really hard. I mean, they were happy to have a guest in the bedroom, hmm. but, you know, after three days, yeah. started getting dirty looks. <laughs> so, yeah, that... um Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, it it, you know... Makes I, I can look at his work and appreciate it from a, a whole new angle now. <laughs> yeah. But. It makes you wonder. It's like, hey, well, I wonder, I can get a piece of that because, you know. Well, if... In fact, that you yourself are, you know, very talented in, in giving of the fist, so... Yes, yes. If your social circles ever, you know... I, I don't know how they An would. autograph signing. It's like, oh, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. It, it's not like... Yeah, if, if he appeared at an autograph signing, I would actually have him sign something of his and not, <laughs> you, you know, Rosebud Parade 23. Because <laughs> I know what the response would be. And it would be, insert beep here. Yeah, bleep. <laughs> Oh God! I hope they don't think it's George Takei. It's not George Takei. No, 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 it, not it, George Takei. It, it is not. It is I'm not George Takei. What other Takei. gay, um, you know, celebrity has, um, you know, a catchphrase? And I'm like, oh my gosh! Oh yeah, my. No, 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 no. I mean, he maybe bless his heart, but uh, as far as I, we yeah, know, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I have, I have absolutely no information as to what George Takei enjoys doing in the bedroom. <laughs> Don't know. 
don't don't know, don't care, but you know, and my date for the night shared that a bit unprompted. So, and then as and I also, which you have to kind of take with a grain of salt. It's like it's a possibility, but you know, who right. knows? You know, well, I'm, and except, yeah, there was, and this will be giving away a little bit. He did have on display on the wall in his living room a signed LP by this guy. So he's at least met him. So okay. yeah. So. Um but there was a uh Yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking that it's you know and and it's third hand rumor, so Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's kinda of like our, you know, personal fantasy or who knows, but you know, that's kind of you know the fact that it kind of crashed and burned and they didn't become a you know a third kind of implies like it might have some more truth to it. Yeah, perhaps. All right. Oh, because I was thinking of other celebrities and rumors. It's like, you know, Richard Gere and the whole gerbil. Shave a gerbil, roll it in cocaine, shove it up your ass. What? Yeah, it's like, I, you know, it's one of those things that it's like, I, I can't think that... It may be, I mean, humanity has done so many things. I mean, we would, there's so many things that we, you know, so many foods that we would not, you know, like, wait, you ate that? And it's like, yes, you know, it's a delicacy now. Snails, like, oh my God, who was the first person to eat a snail? Someone who was probably starving to death. But, you know, there's just so many things. Oh God, yes. Um, uh, Okay, I've never smelt it, but I've heard so many stories of it. The whole thing about, you know, yes, shoving a gerbil up one's ass, it's like, Probably some sick fuck has tried it because they've heard of it, but I can't think that's happened, you know, because I mean, there's claws and teeth, teeth. and yeah. also it's in if it's like, oh, it's the it's struggles that turn you on. That's not going to last very long. No. And, you know, it's just one of those things I think it's like someone heard it or misheard something and it's like, oh, those horrible gays do this. And, you know, and I would say that, you know, whatever is your kink, it, go with it, but... When you're involving a non-consensual animal, that's kind of, that's really fucking rude. Especially, if, <laughs> if, you know, I mean, that's why I'm not a fan of bestiality, because animals can't consent, you know? Right. Um, so my thing is consent is a big part, and that gerbil did not consent, and it probably didn't end well for the gerbil. So, um, yeah, if, if it was an act that someone was doing, I'd probably be like, oh, that is horrible don't do that but also i just it, the logistics i mean i find poppers to be something that's hard to juggle let alone you know all of what's necessary for you know quote unquote gerbling and i'm pretty sure it's one of those things that just grab popular you know the yeah. popular myth and also as it came up by a time when everyone was you know trying to find more ways to think of gays as disgusting to deny us rights so yes let's say that they torture animals for sexual gratification you know, in a very convoluted and complicated way. It's like, no. No, we just fuck. Yes. What do you guys do? <laughs> oh, my word. So, uh, yeah, other than DBC, I don't think I had anything. I mean, I went out to the bars on, on bingo night, and that was Thursday. and But that wasn't, well, I, no, it wasn't terribly kinky. I mean, it was a table full of, well, it was a table full of men, all of whom had shared various sexual histories with each other and so i got to like you, know, you do as we do and there was some people old friends who have you know known each other and they didn't know each other before that but had met at camp it and had a really good time i'm like ah, so there's that new relationship energy of like you know hey i found someone new to fool around with and so that was kind of cute to see 
Um, but other than that, yeah, it's like that was, you know, uh, yeah, not a terribly kinky week. Lots of work and sundries. Okay. Moving on to uh, the expert portion of the show, I wanted to talk about kind of building a scene and mm-hmm. the ambiance of the space and things things you do to get the space up and ready and have it be as pleasant and undistracting as possible. And that's one of the nice things about, you know, doing fun times at Detroit Bondage Club and Number Six Dungeon is that a lot of the work has already been Mm -hmm. uh, done for us. I mean, you know, all the toys are really easy to access. They're set out. Yeah, there's defined areas. There's art on the Mm -hmm. walls. There's porn playing on the TV Mm -hmm. screens and... uh, dance music in the basement, you know, something with a beat so that you can beat somebody to it. And all of that yeah, helps. And it, I was like, uh, when well, I had, had TV in the bedroom, I always liked having porn going when I had somebody over, hmm. but that's been several years now. I mean, it, it's interesting because um, in a way, especially like DBC or number six, it's the setup. It's almost ritual. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's sex as ritual because, you know, you're kind of coming uh, to it for a specific act or situation and, you know, like, and it's kind of, you know, in a way, kind of a ritual space. And, you know, like I said, you, you do, yeah, you set it up. You have the things, you know, what you need, the implements ready, the spaces ready. Um, you know, yeah, in a home... You know, my thought was, like, when you mentioned this topic, I'm like, well, that just means you clean and make sure, like, clothes aren't lying everywhere and things like that. Which is invariably why I don't bring people home, because (laughs) there's going to be dishes in the sink. There's going to be books and papers strewn over most surfaces. There will be, you know, clothes in every conceivable corner. So it's like... Unless unless they're willing to, like, sit in the car for 20 minutes while I, like, you know, straighten up... (laughs) So to speak. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, it's not even a straightening up. It's just simply, you know, making it not look as messy. Because, yeah, it's like, um, I think, you know, if you, yeah, you go to, you know, go to someone's home, you're kind of hoping it's, you know, going to be you know, at least picked up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking like, you know, when you have a party, you go through and you make your house look as nice as possible and, and set out the stuff so that when people come, it, you know, has that feel of like, okay, it's ready and receptive for what you want. And in the case of a party, just a standard party party, it's mingling, conversation, and eating. Light the leather-scented candles. and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about one person who... The, the clutter kind of added a bit to the scene, mm-hmm. if only because the clutter was latex clothing and outfits. Oh, yeah. So... Well, yeah, you know... <laughs> Because the thing is, too, it's a matter of also realizing, do you have the space? It's like number six and, you know, DBC, there are spaces dedicated to, you know, the kink. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, in a typical home, you usually don't have that. It's like, you know, by default, the bedroom is the place because there's the bed. And, you know, it's, it's really designed for sleeping, but other things can happen on it. And, uh, and some beds are designed for more. I think I've seen some beds that have... Uh, Anchor points for, you know, mm-hmm. uh, tie downs and things like that. And I've known kinksters who looked at, um, you know, wrought iron beds that were like, you know, the four poster with a canopy, but, you know, points all over their belly. And 
I, I think the bed was designed so you could even suspend from it. You know, it was that structurally sound. And it's like, and they were like, this would be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so I think, you know, a lot of times I think we deal with one room because it's just easier to make your yeah. bedroom space. Yeah. You know, all the dirty clothes in the hamper, everything else, you know, packed away and keep the lights down, throw in a couple of candles and boom. And as long as you've, you know, made your bed that morning, it's good. Yeah. And there's I mean, usually a door that you can close to the rest of the place. Yes. Uh, uh, that you pick up in that narrow band of eye line mm-hmm. of between the front door and the bedroom and the bathroom and, and your set. And, yeah. And but I think, yeah, like I said, I think it's important you had to prep. And again, it's, it is kind of ritual. Um, you know, the, you know, especially if you're doing it with someone who, well, I think it's more ritual if you're doing it with someone you're more familiar with, but or, or even the act of one night stand, there's ritual to that. Well, and I mean, with, and all there's expectations. Yeah. I mean, that's the interesting part is like there's always this preconceived set of what you're, okay, you're going to supposed to end up, you know, going somewhere, go back to their house. You start groping in the hallway, clothes start coming off, make it to the bedroom, do it. You come as close to possible, you know, and then, and then it's boom, rinse off and then bye, see ya. You know, it feels like the, the script that a lot of people tend to go with. And it's like, yeah. I mean, okay, the groping and shredding clothes as you go to the bedroom, yes, that's kind of fun. But it's the by sea part that leaves me kind of like, eh. Not a fan of the come and go. Nope. It's like, you no, 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 no. The coming was so that, you know, now we now we interact and actually get to know each other. Stick around for a while. Cuddle. Stay for breakfast. Not about that. I'm not good. I used to have a great breakfast place like within a block of my house. So I would be like, oh, this would be perfect. And then they closed. Oh. And I never really took people there anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, this guy from the previous week, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the the bed was all protected. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had a bucket of hot soapy water that was cold soapy water by the time we got to it um, and had porn playing. Um, which was nice, except it was vanilla porn from the nineties. Oh, it at least gay porn, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. It, it was still gay porn, but yeah, it it was the kind of porn that felt it was important to have a semblance of plot. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! And it was just so. When I looked up, they were either sitting and talking Mm. or just pounding away at each other. You know, all right, I get it. You're thrusting into him. You've been thrusting into him for the past 10 minutes. It might have just been looped. (laughs) (sighs) I've caught that in porn. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I saw that. Oh, this is just the same thing I've seen before. But it's like, God damn it. Oh, yeah. That's what happens when you get the DVD that's five hours of porn, and it's like, well, not really. It, it, it it's was, it five co- hours of video wallpaper is it, what it, it is. It only had cost you $4, like, yes. See, that's one of my principles. It's like, uh, any porn that's less than $5, you probably don't want to be watching. Um, but so it sounds like he had prepared and had things. Yeah, like, I'm, I mean, I, I do give him credit for that, but, you know, I, I was thinking that, uh, you know, that the thoughtful tweaker would be fully spun by the time his guest arrives but apparently not 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, yeah, setting up the, definitely, well, setting up the space is important um, because I think also sometimes I'm getting this from the kink world, um, scenes, you know, you set up mm-hmm. a scene, you kind of negotiate ahead of time what's going to happen and, you know, kind of that stuff. And, you know, I don't know, that would be an interesting kind of tactic to take in, you know, I think some guys are like, oh, I want spontaneity. It's like, no, I kind of more want to know what's coming up and, you know, kind of have it planned out so there's no unfortunate surprises. I mean, there's a lot right. of things I'm not into or some things I might really like. And there's always that kind of negotiation at the beginning. Well, what do you like? And it's like, ah, oh, that's kind of a boner kill question. Because, I mean, I can understand it. I've used it myself. I'm curious, but there's got to be a better way of finding out. Yeah. What What are you into tonight? Yeah. And having the the detailed profiles on the recon mm-hmm. or the fet life are very helpful. And, mm-hmm. you know, like with the recent experience, I will be less likely to say yes to somebody who has PNP in mm-hmm. their um, profile. So yeah, you live and you learn yep. or you die ignorant. <laughs> well, I, I like uh, one friend's phrase was uh, tuition paid lesson learned. And, uh, so, but yeah, um, yeah, I like it, you know, kind of more spelled out, like saying, you know, or when you say, well, what would you like me to do? Or what would you like to, well, I guess yeah, do tonight. Um, yeah, I'd like a real answer as opposed to, well, I don't know. And it's like, don't play coy. This is not the time to play coy. This is the time for you to say, well, I'm really into this. I'd really like, you know, someone to do this to me. I'm like, okay. Cause I think that happened at DBC. um, Yeah. There's a guy who was like, I chatted with him and he was like, I'd love just to be tied up and rimmed. And it's like, okay, this, we, 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 we can do that. We have a mission statement. Let's work on this. Or another guy at DBC, you know, I strapped him to one bondage bed and then he requested several hands, more hands than I had. And so, yeah, I, I went out and put out the call and said, there has been a request for hands. <laughs> and people showed. That was and, nice. and people showed up. Yeah. And, Kind of felt like at work when we get a, a truck in full of, uh, you know, solvent bottles. And it's like there's announcements like, anyone who can help, please unload the truck at the docking bay. It could be an intercom at DBC. Anyone who can help. There's someone tied to a table who wants to be felt up by many, many, many people. By, by as many hands as can comfortably fit around that table. And... Well, that was also something that came up in that scene that didn't get used because um, that little stick that you push the button and makes a little static, kind of like a taser. But... Yeah, it, it's it's not a violet wand. No. It, it It's red, it's triangular, it makes a flash and a definite pop. And a bit of a sting. Not much, though. Yeah. For the l- loudness of the pop and the flash, um, there's not too much. And... Um, that came out and it was like, uh, I don't think this is what the person wants. Yeah. It's not no. something to surprise someone who is, you know, blindfolded and, you know, wanting gentle touch suddenly have, you know. If that bed just seems to lead people to want to do horrible things to that. Because several nights, that same bed, and there's other beds to tie people to, but that one, I've seen, you know, people just get this gleeful, sadistic gleam in their eye as they want to do horrible things to, you know, someone. It's like, well, we might want to hold it down. It, it's the straps. Yeah, that it, might be it, it. It's the straps. But also, again, planning the scene. It's like, hey, this is kind of what I want, and mm-hmm. this is why I don't want. And as you know someone more, you know what you can get away with or what to try. But yeah, with strangers. Oh, the funny thing with that device, though, one of the porns playing in the main room 
they're using that on the guy. Right, yeah. I and I was like, oh, hey, that's funny. <laughs> uh, no, I think it was set up. I, I. Oh, you mean the, the device was like... I think that the gentleman who brought that device uh-huh. knew of the existence of that particular porn in DBC's catalog. Oh. And made a point to have it be played okay. early in the evening. Oh, okay. So. Got it. Yeah, it it's it was far too pat to be a coincidence, wow. and, but yeah, I mean it. That device is amazing for yeah for pornography. It is a cool scene. Yeah. Now in the I don't know if it, it's adjustable because I was seeing marks left on the bottom in the porn, like when it was touched, you could see a little bit of a welt from the the shock, and um, it didn't seem to be as flashy. You know, it's just I mean in the porn. Yeah. yeah, you have to hit a certain way, but, you know, yeah, I was trying it on me, and it's like, okay, it's like this, you know, it's it's shocking in that it's lo- in the, the sound, but it wasn't hurting too much. Now, it would be different if I was, like, you know, bound and not knowing it was coming. And also certain and, and, areas. And if you did, yeah, the sensitive parts. I mean, yeah, on the dick or balls, that would probably, yeah, actually, that would probably be a great thing for the dick and balls, because, again, it's not too much, but on those areas, it would be quite a bit. On the lips and tongue. Oh. Yeah, no. Yeah. Ears. Uh, yeah, lick a nine volt battery. Oof. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I see. Yeah, setting up. Um, very important. It's. It. I mean, it's. It's basically. Um, Put effort into your sex. <laughs> planning ahead, you know. Yeah. Um, we try and I think the porn industry and just fantasies uh, have spontaneity being this huge thing. It's like, oh, you know. People meeting and then locking eyes and suddenly they're throwing each other up against walls and going at it. It's like that's not as common, and it's on, you know, another reason why porn lets us down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Porn doesn't show all of the prep. Porn doesn't show all of the afterwork, and yeah, that ends up being a lot more messy and and less fun than the act itself. But you know, you deal because the act itself is so much fun. You, mm-hmm. you suffer through. Okay. Well, um, this may end up being a little short. What are we at? Yeah, we're at 43, so um, minus Hmm. all of the editing. But I think we need to uh, move on to the crafting bit right now because a side effect of my playing brown is that my digestive system protests for a while. So that will need to be taken care of sooner rather than later. (laughs) So another hint for why people aren't into brown so much you remember it for several weeks afterwards oh Un- unless you're lucky enough to have a a partner who lives with you and you eat similar things and you get your gut biomes in sync with each other then you're golden hmm. but so to speak. Uh, well yeah exactly for, for lack of a better term but anyway uh, crafting. Oh, see, I thought that whole preamble was about crafting. I'm like, how is this going to tie into crafting? <laughs> it's tying into the shortness of this episode. Uh, yes, it's, I'm it's, like, t- it's tying into the fact that this episode will be less than an hour. Anyway, uh, and I'm also tired because I'm probably slightly dehydrated. Yay. Mm. Um, I have made more progress on my Doctor Who cool. scarf. And one thing that happened, because I'm using, um... Red Heart yarn. Mm-hmm. I was going along, going along, and ended up pulling out a center chunk from the skein. 
Mm. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, let me finish this off. And by the time I'd finished it off, it had started to get tangled with all the other yarn mm. in my bag. And I'm like, okay, it's time to start winding up some yarn balls and bring that together. So, yeah, that that's the main progress that I've made is turning the the red heart scans, which are very good for staying together through it, you know, two thirds of their way, but eventually something will just mm -hmm. click and then you'll pull out more and you end up with them. So that's with me. It's like for my knitting experience, I've always bought the yarn just because, well, you know, at the store they had a nice yarn baller where you just put the skine on and these posts and then put it through a machine and then just spin it and it makes the ball. That's handy. Uh, but, uh, no, and even with my scarf, yeah, when I ball the yarn, I did each one by hand because it's like, nope, I'm just used to using balls of yarn and 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 just the way it's been thrown in the bag. And, yeah, otherwise it, it could be a complete clusterfuck in there if I hadn't. Yeah, I, yeah. Even just as the balls, sometimes they kind of start unraveling and all that. So yeah, I did think what happens if I hadn't balled it. Yeah, we, yeah. Ball, balls of yarn are good things to have. Okay. All right, and that's it. I haven't really yep. been doing much craft stuff myself, so... Yep, so we're going to cut it here. We've run out of energy again. Mm -hmm. Send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane. And Lance and Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night. Mm -hmm.